0: Uh, I'm floating in the void. Sorry, I'm at my work office workspace. You could probably see uh, if I do that. You might see a dog on the couch. But um, <laughs> your setting is what's this? This is like a some kind of cool oh, basement. I'm in something. the
1: studio here. That's so sick.
0: That's way better. Yeah, since
1: we're it's like where we did our last two records
0: that's awesome man that's awesome i'm usually last time we spoke i was at my home studio but this is my little portable setup which is not as schmancy (laughs) you know
1: it works i you know i wouldn't have known the difference if he hadn't said anything oh really
0: (laughs) oh man next time you'll be like i don't know man that that blur but um anyway hey man
1: it's good to talk to you like everyone does that yeah well it's good to talk to you man
0: Well, uh dude, of course, uh, I gotta say the new Carnifex album Necromantium is out on October 6, and I've heard it. It's brutal as fuck, and I love all the supernatural themes of the record and, and the idea behind the Necromantium itself. How did the idea and concept come about for this one?
1: Um, it really was kind of, uh, a reaction to the last record we did. So, mm. uh, you know, we, sp- I'm pretty sure I remember we spoke about Graveside, right? We didn't interview did. for that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then you might remember that that record was very inward looking, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of a personal record, a self-assessment really like sorting through, you know, f- fears and challenges and frustrations and all that. Um, And I kind of feel like I got a lot of that out on that record. And then with the pandemic passing and getting to go back out on the road and, you know, prospects sort of brightening for touring musicians, um, I had a different outlook on life, so to speak. And I didn't necessarily want to do a record that was all internal and inward focused again one cuz i just did one but two because i was in a much better place so mm. i didn't really, you know i didn't know that, that those themes would really relate too much to a carnifex record so from there i said okay well i want to do a more broad uh record that appeals uh, to more people and is more outward looking and that's when i started really kind of going through some of the supernatural themes trying to think well some what are some universal questions we all have what are some interesting topics to to talk about to you know pontificate on and then also kind of just i think a lot of us i don't know i feel like the the supernatural and the unknown is kind of a big question mark you know yeah um we don't really know you know
0: i'm i'm personally a big believer in the supernatural and paranormal um you know, I, I, my viewers are going to be like, but anyway, like I am, I, and I, I talk about it fair a fair bit, but, um, uh, of course, you know, I've, I've seen some, let's just say I've seen some shit in my time, but, um, have you had your own experiences is, you know, is, is that something, you know?
1: Um, I mean, yes and no, you know, I feel like, I feel like there was a big period of time where the answer was no, like, you know, oddly. You know, I worked in a mortuary for many years. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, around lots of deceased individuals. Some, you know, sometimes you're there essentially alone, you know, when, you, when you're working. And through all those years, I never did have any type of supernatural experience. Since then, I I have had some things that I don't have answers for. Now, whether they're supernatural, I don't know. I'm definitely like an evidence-based person. Like Mm -hmm. if there's evidence, no matter how crazy it might seem, if the facts are there, they're there, you know? And I think some things it's like, well, I don't have an answer. So I don't necessarily want to assume it's supernatural, but I I don't have any other, I don't know how to explain it. You know what I mean? So that's kind of where I'm at with a few things.
0: That must've been full on working in that mortuary though. Like
1: it was yeah
0: that would have been was. hectic man yeah wow that's a big job
1: yeah it, it, it was a fairly busy mortuary you know we're here in southern california so a mm. lot of, you know a lot of people live down here um and yeah it it, it definitely had some interesting experiences I've, I've reflected on those experiences many times throughout the records um and then even my comic book series death dreamer was set in that same world obviously mm. fictionalized but the backdrop was that experience.
0: Have you have you experienced some things on the road? You know, you said you've seen some things. You know, you've you've had some experiences. Have they been
1: when you've been touring? One of them, one of them was, but now we're getting into a whole nother. Uh, rabbit hole. <laughs> I, I wouldn't categorize it so much as supernatural as UFO, which I know sounds insane, but I saw Not it. Even. All right, so here here's the story. And I haven't really shared this because again, it's one of those things where like I don't know that it that it was aliens or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know what the explanation would be. So let me tell you the story. So we're driving. This was uh many many years ago. So this is when we still toured in a van. And I was actually driving. So I'm driving. Now, you probably know for bands, you know, you play the show and then you do most of your travel during the night, you know, yes. and then you get to the next city in the morning. And so I'm driving through the night and it's, I don't know, two, three in the morning, you know, deep into the middle of the night. And I'm in New Mexico of all places. And as I'm driving down the highway, middle of the night in between whatever, you know, Austin and and Albuquerque. So there's, there's like nothing out there. It's desert, you know, maybe some mountains here and there. But for the most part, it's just nothing. And I'm driving and I see this green light. And it goes down, like to the to the like the land level of the land, goes straight down. I see it like looks like uh, you know, maybe like a satellite type yeah. light, you know, a, a, a pin light, and it's green. I see it goes straight down to the horizon line, and then just goes straight back up, and then it's just gone. I I have no explanation. Alien, I have no idea what I have no idea but it certainly was bizarre and I can't make sense of it even all these years later. And I did see it. So I don't know what to say. You know,
0: I had a similar experience, bro, me and my <laughs> friend who was a staunch non-believer. We were standing out front of my house, but it was three, three of them, Oh, okay. three lights. And one of them went that and fuck, fucked off. And he looked at me and he goes, what the fuck was that man? <laughs> and yeah. I was like, I don't know, man. He, you saw it, he goes, Yeah, man. And this dude is like, no, don't believe in anything. And that night, right. he was like, he was like, yeah, I got nothing.
1: I'm kind of like that too. I'm kind of like, I don't believe in anything. Like, I, you know, my my answer is it doesn't exist unless there's some real evidence. I'm like, okay, I'll accept it. But that one, I I don't know. I did see it, so you know, I can't deny that I saw it. But I also have no explanation for it. I love <laughs> it. I love it. Oh so, yeah, that. So, yes, I've had a few things that you just don't have answers for, you know.
0: And it makes for better art because you can incorporate all that stuff. It's awesome, man. I love it. It
1: Yeah. (laughs) I think that's also an interesting topic to discuss in itself, questions that don't have answers. I mean, that right there is, I mean, you could do a whole record just on that, you know.
0: Oh, it's endless, man. It's endless. And the the further things come out, the further the rabbit hole goes. You know, Absolutely. they're all talking about that and it's uh yeah, more questions. It's insane, dude. It's insane. i it <laughs> I could go on about this for, for a long time, dude. But uh of course the record. Um Neil Neil's an official member now. Like last yep. time we spoke, he was a touring member. Um, mm-hmm. which is cool. How how was his um contribution to the to the new record?
1: Well, it was awesome, you know. Anytime you bring someone in who is not only a very skilled writer, but he's also very skilled in how to be in a band, which mm. might seem a little weird to say, but you know, all of the rest of us four guys, you know, we've been in the band for you know me and Sean eighteen years, and Corey and Fred for seventeen years. So essentially, we you know we've oh we've all been there from the beginning basically. So we have like a system and. For us, like, there's no ego in the writing anymore. You know that all came and went. We we don't argue about stuff like writing. Our goal is just write the the best song we can write. However, we get there, it doesn't matter. It's a Carnifex song. Whether it was Sean's idea, my idea, Corey's idea, I don't care where the idea comes from. Let's just get great music, you know. And it as a musician, it takes time to get to that point. You might have some individuals that, you know, my idea can't be changed. And it's like, well, yeah, but if it's tweaked to be better, what's the difference? You know what I mean? The the best idea should win regardless of where it came from, as long as it originated within the band. Um, And he, Neil, he really already knew all that stuff you know so he's obviously been in a number of bands already been touring forever already so it was very easy in that sense as there was no learning curve there was no adjustment there was no get used to a new ego or i gotta prove myself or i gotta get my riffs on the record none of that it was just let's just make the best songs we can however we can
0: that's a hard thing for a lot of bands man I've been in rooms. you probably yeah. been to where shit gets real
1: heated, especially guitarists.
0: Oh, they get, they get real funny. Eh? <laughs> I
1: know. And I, I don't know. I'm not a guitarist. So, you know, I, I guess I don't, I can't relate a hundred percent, but to me, it, you know, what's, what's the whole goal, right? To, yeah. to have the fan base be love the music and to share it with their friends, right? How we get there. Is kind of moot, right? Yeah, but it's all right. Yeah, we want the result. How we get there doesn't the fans aren't going well, yeah, but yeah, but that was Corey's riff though, so I don't know, man. You know, it's like that's not a thing, that's just, that's just in your head, really. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's funny. Hey, it's funny, but uh, man, I do love the cover as well. Em gist gist, the
1: Em gist, that's his uh, that's his pen name that he writes under really accomplished comic book artist and i you know i love one thing on you maybe you notice this too is that uh a band will put out a a cover and then maybe you'll see two three four five bands use that artist Mm. after the one band uses it right yes and that you know that's all well and good that actually kind of happened to us uh when we put out hell chose me Um, A lot of a lot of bands, I don't know if it was related to us, but a lot of bands afterwards use that artist, you know, like Trivium, uh, Death Angel, JFact. They all use that artist afterwards. And for better or for worse, it made us not go back to him, not because he didn't do great art. He did, but it was kind of like, well, if everybody's using the guy like, yeah, we got to find new now. Um, and we had done covers with God Machine for, I guess, three records now. And so it was time to switch it up. And this guy, Eric, he'd never done an album cover before, even though he's done all these other uh, comic book covers and and different uh, pieces for Marvel and whatnot. Um, and so we just thought it'd be cool to use someone that uh, hadn't been used. And I I wanted a different vibe from what we've been doing with God Machine. And uh, I think it captured the supernatural elements really well.
0: 100%. I love his Star Wars stuff.
1: It, it's like, amazing, oh right? man, he's very talented. Yeah,
0: man, I want some of those prints. eh? I checked it right. out and I was like, and
1: oh, that man. was that was the stuff that that and like uh, he did he did the thing, he did some stuff for the thing. And uh, uh, was it uh, Moon Shadow or who's the uh, uh, I can't think of it, Moon Knight. Shadow. Moon Knight. Yeah. yeah. he did uh, some Moon Knight covers that just look wicked good. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's we just love this style and thought he was totally original. And I think that's one thing that kind of gets overlooked a little bit now is or- originality. Mm. Really, it's it's how how good can you can you sound like a better version of something else is kind of what's going on right now. Um, but, you know, we're kind of old school, so we're still just like, let's find the guy that nobody's using, you know? And that's, that's kind of how we ended up with Eric.
0: Are you looking at expanding on, on that concept, maybe with him or, you know, in a, in comic or graphic novel form, like you you've released your own stuff before, but with this concept.
1: Well, we have, I haven't had that conversation with him. No. Um, And as far as, I mean, I think right now that the album is the concept Hmm. explored, um as far as where that goes it kind of depends on the interest in the record to be honest with you i mean if if that if that record just became like the biggest thing we released then we would probably you know go back to the well so to speak um but if it was just kind of like yeah good record guys what's next uh then probably not you know
0: (laughs) uh i did want to ask you about the track obviously the name of the podcast is ever black <laughs> in the, in what we do ever black. Right. There is the song uh, crowned in ever black, um, which uh is that, is that a tribute to Trevor Stern?
1: It absolutely is. Yeah. Did you guys get the lyrics with the record?
0: I, I didn't get the lyrics, but I did pick up some stuff. Um, okay. And obviously because this whole thing that I do is, is a tribute to him. And I got to tell him that, when he was, you know, when I had, I actually said I said, don't sue me, but I, 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 I named this after you, <laughs> you know, because he was <laughs> such a good fucking human being that he, he changed my complete course on doing this. You know, he mm-hmm. was the first one that I had on here that really spoke to me and, and spoke to me like I was like on the level you know so when i read that i was like i wonder if that is so obviously you know it's a beautiful tribute man
1: yeah it, it you know because we were we're writing the record uh what like a, basically eight months to a year ago now you know Yeah. um and uh i actually wrote those lyrics we so we were on tour when we got the news uh i was in I was in Denver and I was on stage sound checking on the chaos and carnage tour. So I'm on, st- I'm on stage, you know, there, I think they were checking drums. So like, you know, they're going through the drums, which is always kind of long and boring. And I had my phone out and I was on IG. Yeah. And I just saw that that post from black Dahlia, man, just a black square. And the th- and I'm when at first I thought it was like, uh, like promo for like the, a new release or something. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, um, I, I just couldn't, cause I, we just got off tour with them in October. It was, a, it was the last tour that we had done actually. And it was like six week tour. So we hung out every day for six weeks and it was also the first tour back from COVID. So like everybody was really like hanging out even more than normal. Cause we, we had all been off, not be able to see each other for like a year and a half. So it was like this really kind of special time and that tour did amazing. Like pardon me, I think almost the whole tour was sold out like almost every night. And like the New York show and the LA show, they were totally like the big shows did amazing, yeah, insane crowd responses. Like everything was kind of going better than ever. And so to have that like extreme kind of whiplash from like you know this is a this is like the best tour we've done in in years and years and years and and we're out with our friends in black dahlia who at that point we'd been we had been touring with on and off for 13 years and then to get that news while i'm on stage i don't know it was just uh it was crushing Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's even harder to talk about right now
0: Oh man, I'm I'm sorry for the loss of your friend. Hey, bye. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, and a loss
1: of a loss of a lot of people's friends, or friends, You know, so sad day. And uh, I think you know he deserved it. He deserved the tribute, hundred percent. And so that song is for him, and uh, and those lyrics. I I hope you get to read them at some point, and the fans get to read them. I think it. I think it it reflects what a lot of us feel. So.
0: it's a fucking killer tribute, dude. And vocally, it's, 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 I think he would absolutely fucking love it, man. Like,
1: I, I, he would. I know he'd be very self deprecating about it. With, <laughs> yeah. If it's, you know, which, which is his way. So that's, yeah. Know, one more thing that makes him, makes him awesome.
0: Oh, that's it, man. Here's to Trevor, eh? Here's to Trevor. Yeah. But, uh, mate, uh, uh, of course, uh, with, with the record as well, uh, Sorry, it's hard to bounce back. That was that was quite emotional, man. Um, thank you for sharing, oh, man. Thank you for sharing that too. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. Um, you are giving away a, a PlayStation Five as well, mm-hmm. which yeah. is fucking crazy. Like, man, do you know those things are so hard to get, um, mate. <laughs> have you have you had people messaging you going look man i bought all the merch in your merch store i got all the points uh look, you know. people
1: are like i spent i spent three hundred dollars i better win that thing I'm Like, yeah i don't pick it dude the merch picks it, you know? <laughs> thanks um, for the
0: thanks for the coin but uh it's off to the fates but
1: um yeah, yeah yeah i mean it's <laughs> I, I think it's a great uh it works great for for both parties like it's cool that you know, you could spend 10 bucks and then the package, because it's not just the PS5, it's like uh, a set of headphones, a second controller and a charging station. The whole thing is like 900 bucks. That's like what we spend on it. And if you buy two patches, which is $10, you're in, you could win. Uh, So it's kind of a cool thing where like it it helps get people to hit the store, Mm -hmm. but then it's also a fun thing to wear like, we can say, hey, if you spent 20 bucks on a shirt, that's two entries, and you win this PS5. It's like a way our way of kind of saying thanks for supporting. You know. Are you gonna sign it? <laughs> well, yeah. I'll sign, I'll sign the box. Sure. I'll sign it. I it's it's all boxed up. I okay. haven't taken it out of the box. I haven't touched I haven't touched the packaging. It's totally like you would buy it at the store. I'd open it up and just Oh, I don't. I <laughs> even thought about that because at first we were like, "Should we get a skin for it?" You know, you yeah, can yeah, it on it. But then I was like, "You know what? I think it's better just keep it, keep it like fresh." You know, if they want to put a Carnifex mm-hmm. sticker on it, they can do it. But as if I was on the other side of it, and I just get this like brand new, never been opened. All I did was buy a shirt, and now this thing's at my doorstep. That just feels like that would be awesome. So we oh, didn't yeah. touch it. Perfectly boxed up.
0: Yeah, but I mean, imagine how funny it would be if they opened it up and you guys had like scribbled all over it, like draw dicks on it and stuff like that. Just be like, oh,
1: man. Ruined. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of facts.
0: But <laughs> like, that's just me. That's just me. But uh, you guys were here this time last year. Yeah. Yeah, you're with right. The art, the, the art Boys. Yep. Yep. And man, I missed the Brisbane show and it's one of the, my biggest regrets in this life. I couldn't be there. I was uh banned. Everyone was like, that was the fucking best.
1: And I was, was like good, that whole um, tour was actually really awesome. Just just rub it in. <laughs> just go, ah, it That's was a all lot. right. <laughs> yeah, the so last time we went, uh, was with Darkest Hour all the way back in two thousand ten. Yeah. Uh so it had been what twelve years for us, which that that's a long time, you know. know. That's like a fan base, you know.
0: <laughs> and I was so keen and I was real bummed. So I, I guess that's my next question. Uh have you got plans to come visit us again? What's uh a-
1: yes and no. Um we are planning to, but we don't have a we don't have like a date locked yet, you know. Okay. Um uh, so I would say probably Actually, honestly, probably the same time in 24. So, probably okay. like a year, from, you know? Man. It, because it's like for us to come, I feel like the agents, uh, they only want like US bands to come at like a certain time. You yeah. know? Have you noticed that? At the
0: moment, not everyone's coming at any time. It's so random right now.
1: Is it? Maybe it's changing a little bit, I don't but. Know it always seemed to be like these very specific months that they wanted you to come. Yeah. And so if you, you know, so if you have another tour or, or you're doing a record or whatever, it's like, Oh, we missed, we missed that one. Well, I guess it'll be that time next year, you know? Um, so maybe that's changing, but I would guess, I would guess it'd be sometime in 24.
0: Okay. September. I'm going to put it down on the calendar. I'm just going to get my red marker and I'm going to, on the whole thing and say this whole month is blocked out can't effects my wife's gonna go what 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 is this i said no no no, don't ask (laughs) it's just that (laughs) that that, uh, (laughs) so i could hey she could kill me before then but uh who knows who knows but um (laughs) but uh dude i really hope we we do get to see you then that that'd be amazing but uh in the meantime Mate, we will have all the links down here to uh, Necromantium and on the website, brother. It's always good to hanging out with you. You know. Hey,
1: you never. So here's something that's new for me is now that I'm doing interviews, I'm this. You're the first group of people I'm speaking with that have heard the album. Yeah. So did did you like it?
0: Oh yeah, it's brutal. I said I thought I said before I like it. I really but- fucking love it.
1: Is is it decent? Because we, I have not gotten. This like the first. Really, we are some of the first first people I've talked to that have heard the record.
0: It's brutal,
1: dude.
0: I really, okay. really like it, man. I thought I said that before. Sorry, I was like, I just went straight into maybe the I'm, weird stuff.
1: Maybe I am fishing a little bit. Just because. No. I always no. wonder. If you put out a record, you know, as an artist, you never know how it's going to be received. You know,
0: man. There is so much good stuff on this record, like. I've been cranking it in the car. I've been lucky enough to have it. And I've been cranking around the car and
1: right, it's that, I'm happy. All right.
0: Yeah, man. And one of the other te- team members is actually going to be doing the review. He's like, this okay. thing is fucking brutal. So That's it's sick. a winner. It's a winner. So all those people out there, it, right. I really do like, and I'm not just saying that, like I'm not going, oh, yeah, it's a good, fucking. <laughs> you know, okay. people, you're like, Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Really good. And I'll be like, but it's, <laughs> a really good fucking album man it's probably one of my favorites of the year and i'm not just saying that you've done very very okay. well
1: no well that okay that means a lot to me because you know we brought in a new rider we, we switched mm-hmm. things up a little bit and you just never know you know so it's it's cool to to hear that the first impressions are very positive
0: it is very very good very awesome. very good
1: man and wait we'll we'll
0: post a review and we'll tag you you'll see all all that stuff okay it's up on the site it's very good but in the meantime dude thank you so much again it's always cool hanging out with you
1: absolutely thanks for having me
0: no worries hey take care of the out on the road dude and i'll uh, hopefully talk to you sooner than next time yeah
1: yeah well yeah take (laughs) me in the stuff and i'll say what's up